now we're starting now we can start okay cool let's go time of the day ladies and gentlemen my name is Mafukian Ranta and this is a new favorite show with a new favorite host of the industry with Mafukian win 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 yeah. fuck everything else win 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 these niggas say shit it's the 20th of july we are here and i would just like to say thank you to each and every one of you who led me into the space who led me into the ears into the lives look it's about to go down before i go into um my first ever episode i just want to say something i wrote this down because i didn't want to forget it because it was so cool anyway it says the pilot is the hook and my cockpit was empty i finally dug into my brain and listened to pull through for me and ladies and gentlemen we have a pilot episode for the industry with Bafugeng. wow think about it like i said i am from lesotho so i mean where can i start rather than talking about my own country without wasting any time i would just like to ask a very very serious question what in the kingdom is happening in lesotho guys i've only been gone for six months, for six months, and what a wow! Oh my gosh, it's actually really mind blowing because you're just like, how how is any of this supposed to make sense? How are we battling so many things at the same time? I don't understand. But anyway, first of all, the pyramid schemes, ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to ask. How has anyone not understood that these things really don't work? People are going to suffer at the at the end. There are going to be casualties all the time. Here's my here's my one my favorite pyramid scheme. Put in a hundred rand and get five hundred rand back by recruiting people and and and. I'm not talking about the WhatsApp gifting, ne? I am not. I am talking about these pyramid schemes where you give someone a hundred rand and then from there on you need to find other people who are going to give you a hundred rand and then it goes on and on and then they find people to give them a hundred rand and then somehow that money is not really entirely their money but it's also your money it's like saying give me one liter of par uh, of petrol and i'll give you six cars like laser i don't understand we had triple m we had um was a gnd last year i don't understand how anyone can still want to do these things even though they know that very well they do not work i i, I don't get it i don't get it I, I just you know maybe the whatsapp gifting the whatsapp but the whatsapp gifting makes sense you understand what i'm saying just that personally i wouldn't do it i i, I just I, i'm just like uh, it's a lot of work besides that it's just like Somewhere it's just a bit complicated, but it, it makes sense. It's not like anybody is scamming anyone. As opposed to these ones where give me a hundred rand and in two days you get five hundred rand. Please, no, no, stop. Like, dude, relax. Stop it. Because it the way in which everything is just connected, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, 
wow another thing that is wowing me in the country right now is the fact that i'm all the way in pretoria and wow can i just say something i left the suto with a prime minister and i'm gonna come back to a new one wow what a time to be alive <laughs> what a time to be alive one thing i don't understand though is how we allowed this man the former prime minister to be in power for eight years. Technically speaking, he's been in power for eight years because I mean, he was he took office um, from 2012 until 2020. How were we able to re-elect him back in, was it 2017? How were we able to re-elect him even though there were so many red flags? And I'm also guilty for like, kind of like, yes, no, leave him alone. He is doing his best and then, suddenly everything started to change and i was like well 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 <laughs> the tables have really turned <laughs> tables have really turned <laughs> because here's my other thing he legitimately brought us the one person we never we never saw this one coming the former first lady we never saw this lady coming to be quite honest but we allowed them to carry on with whatever it is that they were doing here's what i'm what i'm talking about right this lady is the same lady who who I don't understand how you spend five hundred thousand for a checkup. I I I'm still trying to wrap my my head around how it takes a person so much money from Lesotho to Joburg. I I still don't get it. This must happen around last year, and I'm like, how are people allowing any of this to be happening? How is this okay? Who is facilitating these finance these finances? who is in charge of the public accounts because so many kids are not in school so many kids need money um there by manpower i mean i'm also sponsored by manpower so when the money does not come in on time you're like oh is it because we went to a checkup that is basically worth five hundred thousand rands like i don't understand besides that lesotho's um retirement age is like 65. my nigga is like 80. <laughs> I, I, I i don't understand like i don't understand how we allowed this man to be in power and then bring us this first lady i still don't get it i don't understand <laughs> i really don't understand because on top of that this is the same person who has always been suspected of being involved in the whole um murder case of medipulelone May her soul rest in peace. But here's the thing. I don't understand how we still think that like maybe she's innocent. Because personally, I really think she's guilty. Ne? I know I, I know I'm not supposed to be saying she's guilty because nobody has brought in evidence. Nobody has been like, you know, a witness against her and everything. But to be totally honest, this is the same person at the beginning of this very same year who ran away when she was being when when she was supposed to be questioned it's just questioning why are you running away what are you hiding because now that just raises more and more and more suspicion like why are you running away if you're not guilty i mean i mean come on guys please please help me please help me understand how any of this is supposed to make sense right with that being said i would just like to say that like uh, i just want to shed some light on the case next this case, I got a hold of an affidavit where she was the, the 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 former first lady, where she's basically telling a whole entire story about. I'm not going to tell you where I got it, 
but it is real. If you want a copy, I will leave my email address and I'll send it to you via email or my number. But to be quite honest, in a nutshell, ne? in a nutshell, this lady is basically saying that like she was involved in keeping the case like delayed in a sense that she was paying people off so that the case does not really have substance in a way right but we have very smart people in this so to people that like when the money is not there when the power is not there my love. they jiggle for you and then they're just like well um you can't pay us you don't have power so we're gonna turn you in basically that's kind of like how this whole thing is working right so now the other thing that i really think that makes her so like there within the people in the spotlight about this whole murder thing is the fact that she she that the call that she made that night places her at the murder scene via call but not physically right and also the fact that she was like a beneficiary how was she a beneficiary are you aware that like Medipulalo passed away in 2017 and then soon after that um the 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 prime minister was now the prime minister and then they got married and suddenly she's the first lady nothing about this makes like anyone suspicious in any way possible and i remember on the day of the wedding last year it was around it wasn't was it august i think it was around august or july and wow <laughs> you know it didn't make sense like i mean they should have just been like okay let's just postpone the wedding so that it doesn't look like we're disrespecting her memory or anything no not your former first lady and your your former first um your former prime minister they were just like well it is what it is and it does what it do let's get it <laughs> you know um yes guys so generally speaking i just really feel like uh in general this case should teach people that you can trust people to cover for you but when push comes to shove when the heat is up there they're gonna turn against you because one of the suspects ne, one of the suspects who was involved in this whole thing has turned state witness ladies and gentlemen does anyone understand what that means okay let me share some light on what that means that essentially means <laughs> i commit a crime ne? i rob a bank after robbing a bank, um, somehow I get caught. But now my accomplices or my friends, they don't get caught, right? Now, the boss that we are supposed that that basically orchestrates everything, né? that person is the one that they want to nail. But now I'm like, I want a lesser sentence. If I was going to get 10 years and I can get eight, then why not? You know what I'm saying? So generally speaking, loyalty only takes place when it's benefiting you as a person in general. Because I don't understand. If you're so loyal, if you've been getting money from this lady, why are you turning state witness all of the sudden? You understand? Like, why are you suddenly a state witness? I mean, ah, come on. You know what I'm saying? But in general, guys, um, everything, I just really feel like hopefully this murder case will be um will be solved at the end of the day because it's actually a high profile case it actually is a high profile case and this lady is just basically a suspect like there's no proof except for the fact that she made a phone call and payments to people that's it like i feel like that's the only thing and the fact that she's a beneficiary that's like kind of like motive but essentially she was already going to be the first lady 
even before the 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 the, the death you understand the death was just like a convenient um situation for her you understand but with all that being said because wow i really hope that like um the new prime minister though is going to do some really really good stuff because wow he looks like a pretty decent man he looks like a really pretty decent decent man whoa sorry so he looks like a very decent man and i really just hope that like he will make the justice system work for us because the justice system has been fading Lesotho guys i don't i it even feels like Lesotho does not have a justice system to be quite honest it feels like we really really don't have a justice system that is supposed to i mean a system has to keep the people in order a justice system has to keep the people in order legally and what a wow hey because i mean if the justice system was working the first lady then and the prime minister then i really don't think the things that they've been doing or the things that they did could have actually you know they could have actually happened they couldn't have happened if the justice system was working i really think the justice system works according to who you are and what you are what you're doing because what a wow three years Kaufella, and these people have still not found the killers of wow I, 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 um yeah um I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. I, I, eh, eh. <laughs> you know, like what can you say? Like, okay, cool, and nobody said anything. No. All right, it's okay. We keep it moving, right? We keep it moving, and I just really feel like for the next two years, we should just kind of like support the new prime minister. Hopefully, Liana he does the right things. And maybe who knows in two years because like almost the, the next um elections are supposed to be in 2022 so essentially i just really feel like if he does the right things for this two years eh, for these two years and he actually because he's already started um in my opinion he's uh, already started he appointed right um that was that is the commissioner of lra whom just by the way does not get enough credit for the work that he does here's why i say what i'm saying First and foremost, he worked. He works or worked at LRA, right? LRA being the Lesotho Revenue um, Services, right? Uh, authority. Oh my God! It's, it's like this. Uh, funny thing is, my dad works there, and I don't understand how I just got that name wrong because I've been saying this name right for the longest time. Anyway, Lesotho Revenue Authority, right? So basically, this is like the SARS for people who are in SA. It's like the SARS of Lesotho name. So this man, right, being um, the man who does not get enough credit, he is not the prime minister. No, he's not the prime minister. He is the same person who basically was um, kind of like in charge of meeting and exceeding target. I think it was last year or 2018. They met and exceeded target, which doesn't make sense as to how people were going to be told that their degrees are useless how the, you know it was a whole mess because wow Lesotho almost went to i don't know rubbish to be to, to for, for lack of um vocab it almost went to rubbish because wow wow imagine you want to go study something and then they're like no not you your degree is not it, it's trash we're not going to sponsor it and then you're just like but that's what i want to do <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I want to do, <laughs> you know. Um, 
yeah so now i really feel like the Dahasipa does not get enough credit because now he is like um the ceo of the national emergency council something something the necc which is basically a thing that's supposed to be responding to corona which is supposed to be responding to national emergencies speaking of corona <clears throat> I, I i need a moment um <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how Lesotho works sometimes. But damn, I love my country, right? Here's what happened. Let's say a month ago. A month ago, a student from Saudi Arabia who is was basically repatriated to listen to <laughs> goes back home <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> okay this person gets back home and um he has corona Shop. you know i mean it would make sense to just be like okay dude we're gonna put you in quarantine you know quarantine quarantine you we're gonna isolate you from the people but no basso today on facebook are like no <laughs> It's like, it's like Corona was asking for permission to be there. And they were like, no. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, the funny thing about this whole thing is the fact that now it's real. Now there are actual cases that are still going up and up and up and up. And people are just like, no. <laughs> My thing with the fact that I'm saying people are like, no, is because this guy came back from Saudi Arabia and he was like, I have Corona, right? Shab. And then the same person that it's a thing of, I have Corona. Let's do something about it. Don't be in contact with me. No, people are like, ha No, ha ladies and gentlemen, how is that supposed to work? If I may just ask, how is that supposed to work? Can somebody please enlighten me how this man was just supposed to be like, okay, fine, guys, I don't have Corona. It's okay it's all cool i don't have corona like dude no <laughs> like dude no the sad thing about corona though is the fact that you you won't understand it it's like any other thing that happens it's the fact that you don't and you won't understand it until it hits home you understand you won't understand it until it hits home here's why i'm saying all of this it's because if somebody in your household or somebody that you know does not have corona or you don't have corona yourself it's like hey man sanitize your hands wear a mask amen social distancing it is what it is it is what it is but the minute somebody in your house or somebody that you know has corona now it's like oh my gosh guys corona is real guys corona is real corona is real it is real it's an actual thing it is happening it is a thing that is killing people unlike south africa lesotho actually has um kind of like an advantage in a sense that they can actually, they know that Corona is there now. They can actually minimize it by now. They can flatten the curve with the curve, sorry, ooh, the curve with the number of cases that they have. I really feel like Lesotho is like, they mustn't try to get to a hundred thousand like South Africa before they realize, oh my gosh, 
we need to stop corona somehow you know what i'm saying anyway and another thing that's really heartbreaking about corona especially in lesotho which really breaks my heart because it's something that's been going on for a while before i say anything let me just say something my aunt is a nurse my aunt is a nurse and i am not going to say what i'm going to say because Ooh, it doesn't hit home. Ooh, um, I don't know anyone who is. Is this that I'm saying this so that you guys understand that I'm not just saying what I'm going to say because I can say it. I'm saying it because even the people I know, it's not that they're trash, but the nurses at Tepong, ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't understand how something like this has been happening for so long, and then it's like hey it is what it is you understand what i'm saying it's always a news uh, it's always like a a public apology after everything here's what i'm referring to the sad part about corona in lesotho right now is the fact that sepon is one of the biggest hospitals right now right sharp and it's one of those hospitals where if anything legitimately if you're in Maseru right now you are not going to leave um town to go to willis in Hubezwan. your the, your first stop is probably going to be queen two or uh, and the most um, visited hospital uh, between the two since um, um, Tepong has started is Tepong, right? So now the thing is, the thing that hurts me or the thing that hacks my feelings or the thing that is so sad about this whole situation is the fact that these people really don't care. They don't care. Here's why I say they don't care. There's a recent case that happened. I think it was a few weeks ago or a month ago, right? Like, yeah. So now, here's what happened. My very reliable source let me know. I would play the vo the voice note, but now there are more um, implications and more repercussions and more consequences and more things that could possibly affect this person more than they would affect me. So let's just hide everybody's identity because if I play the voice note now or I play the clip, everybody's going to understand who this person is and I don't want to get the person into trouble. Right. Especially because, well, yeah, we need to protect people's identities. Otherwise, we might not even have a podcast or things to talk about. Anyway, guys, right. So Tepong, this is what happened at Tepong. Ne? So now this lady, ne? she goes to Tepong. I'm, I'm getting, she, 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 she was sick. So now it gets to a point where now um, in order for her to, to, to I want to say pee, but I want to use the right word, to urinate. There we go. In order for her to urinate, they had to put something in her so that it can kind of like, I'm guessing it's a bag or something that like it hygelates as it, it, gets it takes the the the, the urine amen it takes the urine right and then the nurses have to empty it so it gets to a point right now this thing hurts this lady's parts so now after that uh this lady keeps pressing that thing that you see on movies when the doctor when when um the patient wants to call the nurses or the doctors or whatever so she keeps pressing it then they're like um the, the, these nurses that were on duty they're like dude no leave us alone leave us alone and then she keeps pressing this thing because she was now in pain in like excruciating pain now this lady is just like oh my gosh oh my gosh please help me help me it gets to a point now where these nurses plug out this thing so that they don't hear it the next morning the next morning 
they find that this lady was actually in pain, which was the same thing that she was trying to call them about, uh, and she was bleeding. You guys will not understand what I mean when I say this lady actually touched my soul because now she's paralyzed. Something that could have been um, sorted out at that time, at that moment in time, now has caused this lady to be paralyzed. And by paralysis or by being paralyzed, I mean, this is for life. This lady cannot walk anymore because nurses were negligent in this, in this instance, right? Then from there on, the head of Tepong, I'm guessing, she goes onto TV and she's like, guys, uh, we're so sorry. Um, the thing is, you know, the thing, the problem is the fact that they're not taking accountability. They are not saying, yes, we did do one, two, and three. It's always something that has to do with something that doesn't have to do with the case. Please digest what I just said. I'll give you a moment. I will give you a moment. Every time anyone in power, in a place of power, has to apologize to the people, has to account for the um for 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 the recklessness of their 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 their, their subordinates it's always something that is sideways and can i just say something <clears throat> sorry tepong has always been that hospital that always has issues it's always them it's oh it's always them with problems it's always them not taking care of um of uh of patients it's always guys it's always them oh my word it's always them and it doesn't make sense because it's like what are you doing why like i mean what some sometimes i always want to say to people i did not ask you to take this job if you're not gonna love your job if you're not gonna like your job if you're not gonna do your job right whose fault is that you chose to apply for the job i did not put my a gun on your head and was like go be a nurse and when you get there don't you know don't do your job right because you're gonna put people's lives in danger look now a person is paralyzed because you couldn't respond to that person what so now the sad part about why the story is relevant to corona right the reason why this whole thing is um is is relevant to corona is because these are the same people who are supposed to help people with corona if they go in so imagine now your corona or your level of corona or your immune system is able to actually kick it out by the with the help of these nurses but then they're just like oh well it is what it is it's whatever we don't care we'll come to you when we want to come to you but then but then again when we're done coming to you it'll probably be late you'll probably be dead and then we're gonna just tell people oh my gosh this person did call us but then we were so busy and then you find that i mean right about now the most important thing i feel it to be focusing on is a pandemic the world is facing a pandemic and lesotho is not special in any case because it has corona now you understand it has corona yes it was grayed out from the statistics it was grayed out from the statistics in in the beginning but now it's not grayed out who knows about Lesotho now? So that essentially means Lesotho has to also take repercussions, which now comes back to the thing of your former prime minister who was like, he doesn't know what PPEs are on national TV. I don't understand how we still had that man for um, as, as prime minister for eight years. I, I still don't understand. Yes, not the full eight years, but within eight years, since 2012 till now, we still had him in the picture. I, I don't understand. He's very smart though. 
he is a very smart man in a sense that he formed the first coalition in Lesotho, which is like, well done. But I really feel like with all these other, um, with the last elections, couldn't people do the same thing though? Like, did we really have to have this specific person as a prime minister of all people? Really? Did we really have to go through poverty in that way? I mean, what? I know that the prime minister before him, yes, everybody's corrupt. Yes, 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 yes. But it wasn't as, it, it, we knew he was corrupt, but it didn't show as much. There was still some sort of wealth nyana happening in the country. 2012 till now, yo, guys, I feel like I am so poor. I feel like I'm such a poor person. Oh my gosh, I really feel like, Every time like I'm from Lesotho, I say it with pride. But deep down, I'm like, yo, Mara, we are poor, hey? Because of one person. Because of one person. And the decisions that he made, like, I don't get it. I just really hope that the new prime minister, though, like I said, will do a better job, a better job, because he has already started. And uh, shout out to Ndate Majoro. Um, Ndate Majoro, if you're listening to this, which I hope you will one day, um, congratulations, sir. And uh, one day I hope to interview you because you are an inspiration. Thank you very much. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to say thank you very much for um, letting me into your into your lives, into your ears, into your homes, into your spaces. I would just like to say I'm very, very grateful to everybody that's been um, part of the process before and during and who are going to be here. Look, everybody that's part of this whole situation of this whole podcast thank you very much you guys i see you all and i'm very very grateful to um have to grace you with my voice <laughs> have to grace you with my beautiful voice because i mean the enemy you made it this far so i'm actually really really guessing that like yay you love me you love me and i love you too with that being said guys if you would like to um ladies and gentlemen if you would like to contact me anywhere please um, uh, send an email to theindustry15 at gmail.com or you can just text me or call me on 0765-709-685. Those are my WhatsApp numbers. You can just tell me how you feel about the show, what I can improve on because, I mean, there's no process or there's no podcast if the people that the podcast is for do not give do not give feedback. With that being said, also, I also have a page on Facebook. Please go like that. The Industry with Buffalo Gang. Or you can just um, slide into my DMs. Is it called DMs on Facebook? In my inbox? Whatever. That thing where you go into people's messages and then you type a message and then you send it to them. That thing? Yes. You can just go there on Buffalo Gang Ranta on Facebook. Um, currently, I don't have Twitter. I am not a Twitter person. I, I just don't like the space that Twitter has created for some people or for people in general. But um, if you guys like, you can just tell me if you want um, a Twitter account that you can follow or a Twitter account that can happen for the industry with Buffalo Gang. Not for me, the industry with Buffalo Gang. With that being said, I would just like to express my gratitude once again. And with that being said, Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Bafugen Randa, and this is your new favorite show with your new favorite host of the industry with Bafugen. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs>
Shorty think I'm thugging hard I can't even hit the gym, I'm scared to take a loss, boy Suck.